Thank you for downloading the podcast. We pray the Word of God will richly bless you today. Now let's get right into the Word with Pastor Rusty Martin. Yes, think it not strange that attacks would rise up and come against you. For you have pressed into territory. You have pioneered your way by faith and through the Spirit into territory in this area that's never been blazed before, that no one has ever dared to go into before. And you've dared to make statements of faith, declarations of desires and dreams, declarations of that which I've placed in your heart. And do not think for one moment that I will do any less than what I have said I would do. For no, I'll do more. For I am the God that does exceedingly abundantly above all you can ask or think. So stand firm against the attacks that are in your mind. Those things that have been imparted and said and released by your adversary against your way of thinking and your way of belief. Stand strong. Deny him. Tell him, no, devil, I will not receive this attack against my mind, nor against my flesh, nor against my finances, nor against the dream that you've placed in my heart. And you shall see victory manifest quickly and rapidly as I accelerate the blessing of God and cause all that that you've declared and all that you've believed for to come to pass in a greater way and in a greater measure than even you thought possible. Hallelujah. Well, lift your hands up and receive that. Oh, is that speaking to you tonight? Yeah, I guarantee you get under attack when you press into things. But the good news is greater is he that's in you. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So rejoice and glorify and magnify God that we're not going to get the victory. We have the victory. I like that too. He's not going to do anything less than what we've declared, but he'll do more. He's a God that does exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think. Thank God. Thank God. You know, we taught on the mind this morning. Uh, There are some of you in here. You've been under such an attack in your mind. Uh, The enemy has come against uh, just, I don't know if something has been said to you. I, I don't know if you've heard a report of some kind. I don't know what it is. But in my spirit, I sense you're just under an attack in your mind. You've tried to stand in faith. You've tried to speak the word. And it just seems like the more you do that, the more that attack increases. But I got good news. You came to Island Church tonight. Hallelujah. You can get some help here. Amen. I'm going to lay hands on you and pray for you. And the anointing of God's going to break the yoke. It's going to stop that attack against your mind. You're going to begin to think because it's clouded your thinking. It's clouded what you're thinking right now. And you need to think clearly right now. You need to be able to have clear thinking according to the Word of God. So if you're under that attack tonight, that attack in your mind where the enemy has just been over and over and trying to do everything he can get you to do, to just take his way of thinking, to just take what he's trying to impart, and you say, I want to be free of that, come forward real quick. Real quick, come forward. We want to lay hands on you. Believe God that that will be broken in your mind tonight. Power that even they are seeking for, and you will lead many into the things of God, saith the Lord tonight. Break that over your mind. In the name of Jesus. Break the past. Trauma of events. 
things that have compiled themselves in your mind. We break its power now in Jesus' name. And we thank you, Father, that healing takes place in her inner man and rises up and causes the fog of yesterday, the fog of last year and of many years to clear and to leave so that now her thinking will be healed and her heart will be healed and all of that the enemy is trying to use to destroy will be broken in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We cancel that attack. In the name of Jesus, break the power of the adversary over his mind. I bind thoughts of fear. I bind thoughts of doubt and unbelief. Devil, get your hands off of God's property. And in the name of Jesus, I declare a liberty in his mind to renew it with the Word of God, to receive the things of God. And in the name of Jesus, we release it. Thank you, Lord God. How, well, join your hands together. Yeah, thinking, thinking over and over and over and over, rolling and rolling in your mind. For the Lord says, take no thought. But no, there's been too much said. And it's been deep down in your thinking and your intellect. Have you, as you have tried to figure out if this be so, if this be true. But the enemy even now is trying to divide you from the blessings of God. Divide you from the move of God, the destiny of God in your life. And even divide you one from another. But you must make a decision to let go of the thoughts, to let go of the thinking, to purge and cleanse yourself at any cost. And the Lord says, I will restore your thinking. And you will be able to think correctly again. And your thinking will not be distorted. But you will be healed in the regions of your mind that the enemy is trying to pollute and corrupt. Therefore, this day, make a decision to be set free and delivered of that thinking pattern which the enemy has tried to impart. And he will not get the victory, but you will walk in it in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just trying to survive. Just trying to survive. Your whole life you've spent just trying to survive. But the Lord wants you to know. See, and, and it's just like this right here. That don't mean nothing. But see, you've been so distracted your whole life. Every time God tries to do something, you just it's a distraction here, distraction there, distraction here. God's going to give you the ability to focus if you'll let Him. And once you begin to focus, God will begin to heal some things on the inside of you. It's either that or you're going to continue to repeat the same things over and over in life. You don't want that anymore. You want the pattern of your life to stop and you want a brand new pattern, don't you? Father, thank you for giving that to her. Thank you for it, Lord. The eyes of her understanding being enlightened. Lord, I thank you for that in her life. In Jesus' name. Lord, in our sister, I, I bind that attack that comes against her mind that tries to cause fear to rise up. No, you're a liar, devil. The enemy tries to paint a picture of destruction. For even now, the enemy tries to, yeah, tries to paint pictures in your mind of loss and of hurt. But God says, know this. You've put your lives in my hand. I will not forsake you. I will be faithful to my word. There shall no evil befall you. Neither shall any plague come nigh your dwelling place. So rejoice 
that there's nothing that the enemy can do to bring destruction to your own life. So be free of the thoughts of it and take no thought of what the enemy tries to put into your mind. Hallelujah. Thank you. Freedom in her mind. Freedom in her mind. Thank you. for Quit trying to figure it all out. Quit trying to put all the pieces together. Because if you put them together, they won't fit. But allow God. He'll put them together. He'll make the change. He'll cause it to be right. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Fight a spiritual fight in the flesh. You can't fight a spiritual fight in the flesh. You must make a decision to do what you know to do, to speak what you know to speak, to stand on what you know to stand on. For if you do not, the enemy will prevail over you. But if you will make a decision to open your mouth and speak the Word of God with authority and power into the situations of your life, you will initiate change, you will draw on the power of the Word of God, and you will see immediate and great change. Therefore, do not draw back, but press in. For you've waited around, and waited around, and waited around to see what God would do. But God says, I'm waiting around, I'm waiting around, I'm waiting around to see what you're going to do. Thank you, Lord God. Now lift your hands and worship the Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord God. you got to understand some things about your adversary, about your enemy. I know it, on, on Sunday nights we like to teach on healing, receiving from God, uh, of those sort of things. Uh, we've been studying on Sunday morning the authority of the believer. Uh, in DAP, we've been studying some things about renewing of, of the mind also on Wednesday night. Uh, I think the last uh, three times, uh, that Pastor Leah has taught women of the word. It's had something to do with renewing the mind. You must get into your spirit how powerful words are and how powerful the enemy is at trying to attack your mind, at trying to attack your mind to try and manipulate you to get you to say something that will begin a process of destruction in your life of faith. Can I get an amen? That's, that's the way he does it. That's been his strategy from the beginning. We looked at the temptations of the Lord Jesus Christ. How he was tempted. But we could go right back into Genesis chapter 3 and see how Eve was tempted. How the woman was tempted. That entire scenario in Genesis chapter 3 took place in the mind through words that were spoken. Through, through meditation of that which was counterproductive to the will of God in her own life. Now, uh, since we're dealing many times with sickness and disease uh, here uh, in our Sunday night service, we'll, we'll equate it to that. When you sit across the, 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 office, the, the, the desk of a, of a doctor, he dresses in a white coat, his name, an MD under that. Uh, everything that he wears, everything that is a, uh, about him represents authority. He stands with the result of tests that have been done on your physical body. Uh, he gives you two things, a diagnosis and a prognosis. Uh, they come in the form of words spoken to your mind. You listen with your physical ears. Your ears and your eyes are the information gates of your life. You see his lips move. You hear the, the words coming out of, out of his mouth. Now, what he does, if you're a Christian, if you're a believer, what he tells you, 
is the facts. He speaks to you the reality of what physical tests have produced. He, he tells you the reality of what his, uh, his years of experience says. But he does not tell you what God says. Amen. Now, it's the same thing true in marriages. It's the same thing true in business. It's the same thing that's true in finances. The same thing is true in relationships, in churches, when we build, when we do things. And the enemy always begins attacks by getting into the minds of people. And the way he gets into the minds of people is through words. Now, I made the statement this morning when Jesus said, take no thought for tomorrow. He's not, he's not talking about don't make any plans. He's not talking about, uh, you know, don't, don't contemplate the future. What he's saying is when the enemy brings a thought of destruction for tomorrow, don't take it. He brings it on all kinds of levels. In your health, it can come through a doctor's report. Your body can be telling you one thing. And the doctor can be agreeing with your physical body. But the Word of God says something completely different. Amen. Financially, your pocketbook can be telling you one thing. Uh, your bank account can be telling you one thing. Your wage that you make at your job or how much money you bring into your business can be telling you one thing. But the Word of God will say something completely different. It sounds many times abstract. Many times it sounds completely opposite. When you are in a situation and you make a statement of the Word of God, as Jesus did on behalf of Jairus, when he walked into Jairus' house and the girl had already died, and Jesus said, the damsel is not dead, she only sleepeth, the whole bunch of them begin to laugh him to scorn. And a lot of people do that with the Word of God when, it, when the Word of God comes into their heart and into their life. But you've got to understand, if you will begin to do a little inventory of what's going on in your mind, why are you thinking the things you are thinking? When you begin to, 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 to see what is the origin of that, when you begin to see why am I tor to, uh, uh, continually tormented with this pattern of thought, uh, what somebody says about me, th those are the worst words many times, uh, what, what somebody may have said about somebody else to you, those can be very destructive to any relationships in your life. Uh, what somebody says uh, about the doctrines that you believe in Doctrines that are strong That's why don't listen to teaching That goes against any of the doctrines that you believe Say well I just wanted to check it out pastor And see what the book said I just want to check it out it, it, Listen let me just tell you right now It'll destroy your faith It'll destroy your faith and leave you shipwrecked And it will cause a manifestation of that Which you don't want to happen to happen in your life So you've got to guard your mind In guarding your mind you guard your heart in guarding your heart, you guard your life. Let me say that again. You've got to guard your mind. Because in guarding your mind, you guard your heart. In guarding your heart, you guard your life. Because the Bible says, out of your heart come the issues of life. The enemy loves to bring confusion to your mind. Because if he can confuse your mind, he can get you to be confused about what God's trying to put in your human spirit. But here's the thing. When you make a decision to expose yourself to the Word of God, when you make a decision especially to pray in the Spirit, because praying in the Spirit has a way of helping you get in contact with your human spirit so that you, begin, you can begin to see the difference between the communication that's going on in your heart, your spirit, and the communication that's going on in your mind. Remember, the Holy Spirit of God does not speak to your mind. The Word speaks to your mind. The book, here's what speaks to your mind, this right here. This will renew your mind. This will cause you to begin to break down the strongholds. This will help you change your thinking. So if you, have, if you have heard something, if, if something has got, maybe it's been a doctor's report. 
Maybe a banker has said something. Maybe you've heard something on the news. Maybe you watched a, 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 a what do they call the infomercial or, or, or something about something you think you may have. Uh, may, maybe somebody has said something about you. Maybe somebody has said something else, something about someone else to you. But whatever it is, the enemy is watching for a reaction. Because if he can get a reaction from you, he will take and he will begin to press. Everybody say press. His pressing upon you is a sign that he's trying to run you into a place of doubt, of unbelief, and steal the victory out of your hands. He does not play fair. Let me say that again. He does not play fair. He is the most evil, wicked of all the entities on the planet earth. He could care less about you. He wants you destroyed. He wants you harmed. He wants every relationship in your life broken, including your church relationship, including your family relationship. It so grieves my heart when people sit in my office and look across the desk at me. Now when people leave and go to other churches and, and prosper there and they say, we feel like God has called us to this other, I just rejoice. But when people just leave and they don't even go anywhere else and they quit serving God and I see the trap set and sprung upon them and they have all these intellectual reasons and excuses and this and that, I understand the pattern that has been run. How the enemy began that with one little thought in their mind. Now he's totally taken them out of the place where God has them and that's what brings destruction. Now, let me, let me close with this and we receive the offering. I was meditating on this the other day. I've taught on it, I don't know, hundreds of times, thousands of times. John the Baptist, in, in Matthew 11, th- th- he sends disciples to Jesus and he says, are you he that should come or should we look for another? Now, the, the, the ministry of John the Baptist was geared toward one thing and that was pointing to He was the voice, Isaiah says, of one crying in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make his path. If we were to say that today, we'd say it like this. John the Baptist came to help make the way for Jesus to come. It's that simple. Amen. Now, in Matthew 11, he's in prison. Uh, The most wicked of wicked people. Nature of God. It was not the will of God that John the Baptist died. It was the will of God that John the Baptist be in the upper room. It was the will of God that John the Baptist cross the line from being an Old Testament prophet and step right into the New New Testament prophet's ministry. But what happened to John? He got offended. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11, Blessed are those who are not offended in me. The word offended means to violate, to cause to stumble, or to cause to fall. John the Baptist, now, now, now we, don't, we don't preach this as doctrine, but we can meditate in the Word and draw some conclusions. John the Baptist must have felt like he must have had a thought imparted into his mind. Why aren't you a disciple? Why has Jesus walked by you? Why has Jesus chosen three fishermen down in Galilee who are really not worth anything other than being commercial fishermen. Why did he chose th- choose them for... Why did he choose a tax collector? Why did he choose somebody with a reputation like Judas Iscariot who already had a bad reputation? Why did he choose a doubter like Timothy? Why didn't he choose you? He had to deal with that. He had to deal. Jesus said in his teaching, take no thought, 
Take no thought. Take no thought, John. Take no thought, prophet. Take no thought. But what did he do? He took a thought. He took a thought. He began to think, why haven't I been chosen? If anybody's qualified to follow Jesus, I could preach. He could do miracles. If, any, if anybody's qualified to be a disciple, to be a follower, to be with, why am I not? So in thinking, what did he do? I'll go correct a situation that I ain't got no business correcting, that I have no authority to correct. So he stepped out of his place, which is the wilderness, and he headed for the city. And he went to the city, and he caused a problem in the city, and in order to take that problem and cause it to stop, the king had John beheaded. He lost his life because he got out of his place because of a pattern of thinking that caused an offense to rise up in his heart. The same tricks are played on people by the enemy today. You've got to make a decision. Live for God on your own. Who cares what the one on this side does? Who cares what the one on that side does? You are responsible for your own thought life, your own way of thinking. Don't worry about what everybody else does. John, I would have, if I could have gone and give, given him a prison finish, vi visit, I'd say, John, the very revelation that gave you the identity that you had. Behold the Lamb of God which taketh away the sin of the world. I baptize with water, but there's one coming after me whose shoe latched I'm not worthy to tie. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. You preached it, and you preached it, and you preached it, and you preached it, and you preached it. Now you're questioning it. What's happened to you, John? What's happened to your mind? Now you're going to be executed. Now you're going to die. And the world is going to be robbed of a great ministry gift because you didn't guard your heart, because you didn't guard your mind. And when you begin to realize that the enemy has not changed tactics, he'll probe you, words will be said to you, he'll make sure. He'll use, he'll use the world's crowd, he'll use Christians. They'll say things, authority figures, bankers, lawyers, doctors, Judges, police officers, authority, they will say things. Information, what do we live today? The information, you can get on that internet and by the time you get off it, you've lost your mind. There is so much information, information. Infor actually, information now is a commodity. If you can come up with a better way to distribute or, or to transmit it, you can make millions of dollars. Amen. But there's only one volume of information on this planet. And this is it right here. And if you'll make a decision, here's how I think. Here's what I think. I, I forgive my brother. If a brother be caught in a fault, you that are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit. I forgive. I walk in love. I love my brothers. I love myself. I, 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 I believe in him. I th thank you, Mr. Doctor, for what you've said. Thank you for a diagnosis. But let me, let me tell you my report. This is the report. Of, I, believe, I believe the report of the Lord. Thank you, Mr. Banker. Thank you for your warnings. Thank you for, for your concern. But I tithe, and I offer, and, and I use wisdom in my finances. And I know my, I might be having a little downturn right now, but i got a God that supplies all of my need according to His riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Now you talk about taking away all of the stress of life. Jesus said, my burden's easy, my yoke is light. It will literally help you to roll all of those cares over on the Lord. It will help you to unload yourself of the volume of information. Notice what the enemy's doing. All this information he's trying to pump into your mind, all this thinking, all these thoughts, you need to just clear it out. 
You that were prayed for tonight, you just need to clear it out. You just need to go to sleep tonight singing a little old simple song. This is the day the Lord's made. I will rejoice, be glad in it. Get the clutter out. Expose yourself to the Word and don't let the devil dominate your thinking. You'll walk in victory all the days of your life. Amen? Well, is that good enough for Sunday night? Does that help you this evening? Praise God. Let's go Thank you for joining us today. We trust that you enjoyed the podcast. For service times and special events, visit our webpage at www.islandchurchgalveston.com. You can contact us by phone at 409-770-9113. We are located at 2411 69th Street, Galveston, Texas. And remember to keep looking unto Jesus. He is the author and the finisher of our faith.